so hello everyone welcome um, to this very special um, we're calling it a pilot i'm not quite sure uh, whether we should call it the you know the kickoff episode whatever but we are this is our new uh, format for the duration whilst we're all in this unusual situation we're going to call it something like uh, lockdown movies or something like that because the quarantine edition the quarantine edition um because the Screen Brum show is normally a live radio show, and of course we're all in a studio together, um, smiling and talking to each other across a mixing desk. Now we're all, as you are at home, uh, in lockdown, um, unless of course you're a key worker, in which case of course we salute you. Um, and if you are stuck at home, you're doing probably what we are, which is watching loads of stuff on telly and stuff on Netflix and stuff on you know all these other channels. Um, and so what we thought might be nice is to, for us all to have a bit of a chat, um, see how we're getting in, ca- uh, sort of check up on each other um, from our remote locations, from our bunkers, and um, and talk about what films are cheering us up, what films are, you know, the things that you go to for kind of comfort food. So we don't want films, times are frightening enough, so we want a little bit of joy and positivity. Um, the voice of myself that you're hearing is Blake Wooden and my two regular co-hosts with the magic of technology are in the studio, sort of. They are, ready, Mr. Tim Wilson. Yo. I was expecting more of a yes, I'm here off on the pause, but never mind. And Lucy I'll do it. Beth. Hello. I'll edit that later. Lucy Beth. Hello. And um, how is lockdown treating you both? It's it's going, it's going. Trying to figure out how to work from home is certainly a novelty. So Tim, how's lockdown? Uh, how's <laughs> lockdown going for you? Um, well, in many regards, I work from home. I work. I'm a remote worker anyway. So the technologies and the way I do things don't change. But the uh, going walking up, going out for my one walk, as the government allows earlier, revealed to me a very empty Birmingham city centre. Is it yes. quite creepy, all empty and no people? Did no, it look um, a bit 28 days? I was imagining, I was looking into the distance and I was thinking that something was running towards... <laughs> I started imagining like it was 28 days later. <laughs> I think that's the problem for, for film, film nerds like us. We've seen this so many times and I think that when we saw the kind of, you know, the, the news coming on and then you start to see people with the hazmat suits and everything... It all just feels like, and it's easy to get kind of caught up mm. with it and think, this is just like X, this is just like Y, and of course it's not like that. But we, because these tropes are there for us and we see them, we kind of, you know, I have to keep reminding myself, you know, that, that this is not actually, you know, an apocalyptic movie and to have a, and have some, some, some perspective. But, you know, I think it's just because we've seen this happen so many times and we go, oh, I know what happens next. And that isn't going to happen. Is it? No, it's no zombie hor- apocalypse. Horribly familiar. But we can be positive. We know there's things we can do. And um, and brilliantly, for the lazy people like me, the most important thing you can do is stay at home watching telly, which is, as things go, it's a lot better than having to go to war. That's true. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not needing to uh, separate ourselves from our... Um, well, this is relative concept. We're not needing to go to war. We can stay in a household, yes, as exactly. it were, which is and something. We can watch, we can watch telly. Um, mm. So, um, so we thought maybe we'd just talk about what's what it is that's that we go to. What is the the kind of comfort food for you when you need a cuddle? 
um, when you need to feel that everything is okay with the world. And I have got a particular thing to talk about on this score, which is um, today is the launch of Disney Plus in the UK. So this is the 24th of March we're recording this. My son has been so excited for this for months, 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 months. So today I said, yes, we can have it. And um, I discovered it has every single episode of The Simpsons on it. Every single one? Every single one. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of episodes. I don't know how many. It's it's getting on for 600 odd. And the thing about The Simpsons is obviously everyone, I'm sure everyone who's listened to this know it. I'm sure you're all familiar with it. But it's kind of, for me, was that absolute sense of safety and coming home. When I first started watching it in the in the early 90s, I was a student and we didn't have Sky or anything, of course. But one of one of my one of my housemates brother would record these episodes. And then once he had a three hour videotape full, he'd post it and we would get this this artifact, this three hour video of Simpsons recorded off the telly. And we would have everyone would come. Everyone would know and everyone would come around. The house would be packed and we would have this moment where we put it into our top loader video player and watch these episodes and and they were just you know the funniest things i'd ever seen and it it just makes me feel happy and safe to go back to that place and the simpsons are kind of my my comfort food you know they represent everything that's kind of good in the world you know just joyously funny um, loving, tender, you know, um, clever, filmically literate. There's just there's just something you know that makes me feel incredibly happy. And so I'm now discovering this, you know, 600 odd episodes of this now that I could just dip into whenever I want. So that is going to be, you know, the, the next three weeks are going to go a lot easier than they would have done, I think. That's a fine choice, sir. And um, I echo and share many of the sentiments about The Simpsons. I, I think we're of a, we're not of a dissimilar age that grew up watching The Simpsons through the 90s and so on. So um, I definitely share that. I also share a love for a lot of the other animated films, animated series that would exist, that wouldn't exist exist um if it wasn't for the simpsons too so um you know i love um i love watching south park (laughs) i love watching family guy um obviously they're a little more adult and a little bit more subversive but they owe a lot of debt to uh the simpsons existence so uh yeah it was it was pretty much the if i remember rightly anyway certainly in mainstream terms the first kind of animated thing that adults could watch really um but it it is cost generational as well it is something that you can watch with 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 kids and you know you know it's not going to be too disturbing i think it's difficult to disagree with anything you've said really and some of the guests that they've had on over time as well it's been i mean like the john waters episode is a standout in particular and and there's even things like the the amazing twin peaks references and uh, the, i need to go back to them because there's so many that you just there's so much in there that you don't know notice and then because you haven't, you don't know what they're referencing. You know, there's some sort of Clockwork Orange references that were in there when I first saw it. I didn't get mm, it, and then I, saw, I yeah. saw it again. I was like, "Oh, that's Clockwork Orange. I missed that." Um, and so, yeah, I should probably go back to the beginning. I don't know if, if what series they got. You know, they really hit their stride because uh, I know they looked a bit different in the first series, didn't they? The Simpsons. Yeah, much spikier and yeah. sketchier. Yeah, but um, fantastic. I know, that, and mm. I know that that is not exactly a massive fan of any of the Sideshow Bob episodes. So you know, the early in the early series, you know, there are film of episodes like Cape Fear, and, um, and there's one called Sideshow Bob Roberts. Uh, 
which are they're both really really great and i love the um i love the love the love that the sort of the, the the effectively criminal bromance that bart and bob have it's it's, it's genius i remember the bit in um in that cape fear episode when he steps on a ray and goes oh. i remember watching that i'm just rewinding it over and over again and just never stopping laughing spider pig spider pig <sighs> So, uh, t- Tim, what, have you been watching anything or uh, to cheer you up? Or yeah, I watch The West Wing a lot. Uh, truthfully, that's my that's my comfort food. Often because I'm I get up in the middle of the night and I just stick on Sky Atlantic and watch two hours of The West Wing instead of sleeping. And um, they're currently into season four, so uh, it, so it's about the time that uh, Sam Sam leads uh, Rob Lowe's character leads uh, that leaves the series and it's the last Aaron Sorkin season. But yeah, I, I'm a, a massive fan of the West Wing because I'm nostalgic for when the world was a better place, uh, and uh, this idealistic notion of what American politics was probably once meant to be, um, so uh, and what the world was meant to be back then. So uh, yeah, the West Wing, that's my comfort food. Yes, it's it's the familiarity, isn't it? It's so important. It's like where I mean, I've just been listening to loads of ACDC and all these old records that I listened to ages ago, just because it just takes you back to a kind of simpler <laughs> simpler time um so um lucy are you are you watching anything in lockdown um i've enjoyed a couple of uh, only films so far come to daddy was absolutely brilliant and it's really worth a watch it's kind of a absurd horror of sorts it's elijah wood what i loved about it so much was that i genuinely didn't have a clue where it was going Mm. and that is quite rare to happen really so it just go in blind to it don't know anything about it and enjoy it it's it's so so fun and it's quite tense at times but it's just really good fun can you can you watch terrifying horrible things when the world is terrifying and horrible? Yes. Does it help? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I can do that. I, I think there's something oddly comforting in doing that, really, <laughs> because it's sort of well, it's at least that's not happening. <laughs> Sorry, so that's come to daddy, and is that streaming now? Yes, it's on Prime, and it, it's like I say, it's just really good fun. I think Elijah would, would quite likes his horror, doesn't he? Because he does, he a few. and of course, he's got his horror in genre production company now spectre vision and he's doing some great things with that like they were who produced the new richard stanley film color out of space with nick cage being magnificently nick cage so that's the kind of thing elijah wood does now is he he's got so big into horror and genre film and he's doing wonderful things for it excellent we've, we've gone through kind of a a, a, a a recommendation each what we'd also like to do um, with these short, short podcasts is we'd like to to find out what other people are recommending what people are watching in lockdown dvds maybe they're going back to that they maybe have not looked at for a while and um, you can tweet us at screen brum and and also we're looking for people to contribute to the show as well. We're going to try and do these podcasts more regularly than our regular shows because, um, you know, we're all stuck at home, aren't we, right? Um, so um, if you would like to take part, if you'd like to, to involve yourself, obviously you don't need to move. We can do it from um, your home if you have a computer and um, and tell us what you're, what you're doing. So um, if you would like to do that, 
do tweet us at Screenbrum or email us, which is screenbrum at gmail.com. When we do these other shows, we can have more recommendations. But should we do one more recommendation each for now? Sounds good. Okay. I'm, I'm going to start on again. It's, it's one that everyone who's listened to the show before will know that I love. But it is another one that always, always brings a joy to my heart. And I want everyone in the world to watch it, which is a matter of life and death. 1946 uh, Powell and Pressburger film with with David Niven, which, in my opinion, is the greatest film ever made. But more than that, it is a film about all of the things that will get us through um, the current situation we're in. It is about love. It is about community. It's about belonging. It's about sacrificing um, for, for other people. It's about a sense of wonder of the world, a sense that whilst in the darkest possible times there is beauty there is joy there is humanity i find that uplifting and inspiring at the best of times um but right now it feels it feels especially valuable so that's another one that i shall be hitting hard uh, in the next few weeks a matter of life and death if you haven't seen it then um uh, i'm going to insist that you do see it I'm, i say that as if i know that it's streaming somewhere but i hope it is oh i'm sorry i was just searching for it and it is what it is what i thought you were talking about and it is wholesome goodness it's absolutely beautiful in america it was known as stairway to heaven so it may be that that people aren't aware of it with that name but yes it's 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 the it's it's just beautiful in every possible looks amazing sounds amazing oh i feel quite emotional just talking about it now so i'm going to move on any other recommendations for, for comfort movies from you two yes i mean i have on my list of 50 um that uh, <laughs> i will pick raiders of the lost ark um uh, a film of my childhood a film that i wrecked many vhs cassettes while i'm watching uh, as a kid it's about as perfect as an action adventure movie goes um it's about as entertaining as an action adventure movie goes it's bullwhip cracking quite literally following uh, harrison ford as indiana jones whether whether he's going through the peruvian jungle through to um battling nazis to get to the ark of the government through to um, wisecracking, one-liners, hilarious action scenes. It's it's a perfect film for me and uh, a perfect uh, evocation of why I loved Indiana Jones as a child and um, love Harrison Ford. Like, still for me, the ultimate movie action hero. Are you looking forward to him coming back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so I'm not bothered about it to be honest, but you know I'll still probably go and see it. Fantastic, um, Lucy. Anything else you want to, to to put on if you're feeling a bit a bit gloomy? Well, my ultimate comfort film is Calamity Jane, and I I wouldn't like to guess how many times I've seen it. It's been the one I go to when I feel really poorly since I was tiny, and I still do regularly. I just think it's absolutely wonderful. If anyone hasn't seen it, um. Do you want to describe it? Yes, a, a musical western. Oh, with Doris Day. Yes, very heavy LGBT undertones, and mm. it, it's it's just joyous, really. The music in it's beautiful. The design and costume in it's gorgeous, and it, it's just as comforting as it's. Like I think you said earlier, something that's like a hug, and that's what that feels like. Fantastic! So, thank you, uh, Lucy. Thank you, Tim. And um, what we've just done here then is is just 
given you some of our viewing at the moment whilst we're we're all in lockdown and we're all um, you know possibly it's a bit of a loose end but but there's anxiety and, and tension in the world um you know these are the things that, that comfort us and we hope that whatever you find comforts you as well but we are going to be back aren't we tim and lucy yes yes goodbye goodbye stay safe watch films <laughs> <laughs>